Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, oh boy. I got good ideas for no. this show. Okay. I'm just going to tell everybody what you just said. Could Steve we, said, you, you know it? You know what would be a <laughs> Let's open the phone lights. No! Donna, come on. This okay. All right. Let I'm going to have to have a talk time. with the sea monster about you. This Okay, go ahead. Pitch your idea. Here's my idea. This is how stupid. Well, let's just test it. Let's just test it. We're going to open the phone lines right now, and we would love for you to participate. No, we wouldn't. The number is 651-641-1071. We would like you to call now and just say any letter that you want. One letter, uh, pick it from the alphabet, and (laughs) we'll just have you say the letter, and then we'll get to the next one. But then people would be listening and thinking, what letter is the next caller going to say? I don't think anyone's going to be thinking that. Wow, your mind is weird. But you know what I mean? If it was like, hey, Jan, Cottage Grove. Hi, Jan. B. Jan, thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Patty. <laughs> Come on, Patty. Can... Hey, I don't know Patty, what letter Patty's going to say. R. Yes. Woo! And then, boom, it's a harsh hang up right after. We got to keep it moving because that segment would be exciting. Phones aren't ringing. Yep. Clearly, they give these radio shows to just anybody. Donna. What? I quit television. <laughs> Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Somebody call. Don't call. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. 651-641-1071. Someone's just afraid to be the first, that's all. But if somebody calls and says Oh, it's going to be like Phil. Boom, then it... He's going to be like X. Light. Oh, sweet, man. And I'm telling you, one person calls with a letter. I do actually have content for this segment. This whole segment goes sideways, man, in a good way. Are the phone lines open, Mike? They are, and we have a caller. Well, let's take it hot. Here we go. Hi there, caller. You are on the air. What's your name? Al. Al, what's your letter? X. Thank you for the call. You got another call? We got one. Oh my gosh, I'm not even seeing him over there. All right, pick it up. Hi there, you're on uh, My Talk 1071. What's your letter? Hello, can you hear me? You're on the air. All right, we'll go to this one instead. Hi there, Guten Tag. You're on the uh, Don and Steve experience on My Talk. What's your name and what's your letter? It's Daniel the Painter, Steve. Daniel, what's your letter? P for paint. P 
Pee for paint. Daniel, thank yeah. you for the call. This well, is wonderful. Why doesn't our boss ever reprimand you? She's She said she to text on me saying I was bringing my own salt to salt the parking lot. <laughs> she sees the phone lines right now. We've got our team of operators standing by. People are going nuts. So far, we've had an X and a P. Oh, my letter would be Q. I didn't even know there was uh, someone on the phone. Oh, wonderful. Q. Thank you for the call. So we have an X, a P, and a Q. See, this is like the old PBS show Ghost Writer. It's going to spell out a clue, Donna. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Why can't I see the phones ringing anymore? Uh, here, let me turn this. Donna, I got to see it. All right. I don't know if you can see it. No, it used to show it on your computer oh, over yeah, there. Yeah, it doesn't anymore. Okay. All that's right, nobody's very exciting. calling, okay? Right. You want right. to do your music story? Well, I mean, that's oh, why call. they hired us. We got a call coming in. Oh, Hang on, line God. one. <clears throat> Hi there, line one. You are on my talk one zero seven one. Who's this and what's your letter? Uh, uh, Maple Grove Leaf R. Thank you, Maple Grove Leaf. Goodbye. Have a great one. This is like, oh, sorry, already taken. Are we going to get to that? You know what this segment reminds me of? The time Colleen and Bradley opened up the phone lines to find out what your favorite burner on the stove is. (laughs) (laughs) And then people were like, back right, front left, center. I got one front right. It's our biggest burner. (laughs) You need to get a job done and get it done quick. We got phones are going nuts now. Uh, Let's go to line one. Hi there, line one. You're on uh, the Don and Steve experience on my talk. What's your name and what's your letter you'd like to say out loud? My name is John H. H. We got an H for John. Don, are you marketing these all uh, down? Yes, uh, we have an X, a P, a Q, an R, and now an, an H. An H. We would, could use a vowel, I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> the, other call, the other call must have had H as their letter. Oh, they, <laughs> just, <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't think of another one. Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, all right, we'll take line one here. Oh, great. We got another call. This is great. Hi, you're on uh, the Don and Steve Experience. What's your name and what's your letter? Hi, my name is Megan, letter Z. Thank you, Megan. Right. I don't know that I want my name associated with this. <laughs> this is my good name. Here's my favorite I've part. I've been in this business for 30-something years. Did you hear Megan right there? Megan sounds like she is a well-adjusted, <laughs> totally normal, successful woman. And she calls from her car. 651-641-1071 and says, Hi, my name is Megan. It's a letter Z. We have four calls. All right, let's take it. Uh, <clears throat> Hi there. You're on the Don and Steve experience. What is your name and what's your letter that you'd like to say out loud? I am Jason, and I'm going with the vowel O. We could use an O. Jason, thank you for the call. We've got our first vowel. If you're just tuning in, we're doing a segment where we allow you to call in and say a letter. You are listening to the Steve experience on My Talk 1071. You are listening to the downfall of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Uh, we have another call, Mike? Yes, we do. Hi there. You're on My Talk 1071. What is your name and what letter would you like to say? Hey, it's Crochet Hook Stephanie. Hey, Crochet Hook Stephanie. What's your letter? Well, C, of course. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Crochet hook Stephanie. <laughs> Everyone has to give themselves a moniker, okay? It's helpful for us. Um, all right. Anybody else on the lines? Yes. Oh, fine. All right, Sadly. fine. Uh, hi there. You're on the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. What is your name and what letter would you like to say out loud? Are you thinking about it still? You want to say L? L. All right. We'll do that. Thank you for the. <laughs> Let's see if we can get all 26 at this point. All right. Hi there. You're on the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. What's your name and what letter would you like to add to our list of letters? Hi, you're on the air. 
Hello, are you there? My name is Donna, and the letter would be A. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Donna. Okay. Thank you, Donna. Why are Submitting the letter A. All right, we've got another call. Hi there, you're on My Talk 1071. What's your name and what letter would you like to add to our list of letters? This is Kathy, and my letter is Y. Why are you doing that? Hey, Thank you, Kathy! Kathy! <laughs> Kathy, call me. <laughs> See, that was fun. Oh. That was exciting. It was live radio. You never know what's going to happen next. Oh, boy, we have a lot of calls coming in. Let's take a few more before we go to break. Uh, hi there. You're on the Don and Steve Experience. What's your name and what letter do you want to add to our list of letters? Hi, you're on the air. <laughs> Hang up on them. Hang up on them. Hi, oh, you're Lord. on the Don and Steve Experience. What is your name and what letter would you like to say out loud? My name is Julia and we'll go J for Julia. Love that. It's a little self-involved, but we'll take it. We needed that. <laughs> Julia, thank you. Thank you, Julia, for the call. I, I, uh, we have I one guess. more caller on the line, I guess. No, we've Sweet got Lord. many. All right. <laughs> Hi, you're on my talk. What's the letter you want to say? Uh, this is Bosley's mom, Kelly, and I want B. Oh, yes, that works for perfectly Bosley. for Bosley. Thank you for the call. Boy, we are racking up some letters if you're just tuning in. <laughs> We're using live radio time to have people call in and add a letter to our list of letters. Hi, there. Speaking of letters, I'm writing my letter of resignation right now. Uh, All right, we'll take one more before we go to break. Hi there, you're on the Don and Steve Experience. Uh, What is your name and what letter would you like to say? Hi, this is Somerset Jill, and I would like to say my favorite letter is J for Jack and Jill. Already taken. Already taken. We're so sorry we can't add that to the list. Thank you for the call. That was a heartbreaker. Let's end on well, a positive. Well, let's give her an S for Somerset. Okay, okay, we okay there you go. All right, there, there we go. go. That was All fun. Right. Was what letters though? did we have? Thank you for asking. We had X, Q, L, P, R, A, H, Z, Y, C, O, J, B, S. Wow. Keyword, B, S. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we should do some music news. If we're not fired. That, when we return, maybe on Don and Steve on my talk. Stevie Boy from my buddies over at the Canopy Group trying to save you a little bit of money. We just went through some letters. Uh, how about the letters C and G? Canopy Group. Go to thecanopygroup.com. Save money. It's one of your New Year's resolutions. I know it is. It's like everybody's resolution. You want to save money. Well, you can save big. We are not coupon clipping here and saving 59 cents on that can of soup. We're saving like $800 when you switch your auto insurance and your homeowner's insurance. And my talk who saved over $1,200. I mean, there's real savings out there. When I got together with the Canopy Group uh, about a month ago, they were talking to me about when people switch, and they said, it's unbelievable. Like, everybody gets better coverage. We can get you better coverage. And we're going to have some 16 different insurance companies who fight it out for your business. That's how you save, right? You put all those numbers together. you got a team of 40 specialists who figure out what your situation is. Those 40 specialists take it to the 16 insurance providers, and then they come back to you with some really incredible quotes for you to save big. Start saving today at thecanopygroup.com. Hey, good morning. Thanks for listening, you guys. Assuming you're still listening. Everything entertainment. Usually. It's the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. And then whatever he said. What? We just came off of a very active segment. We had a lot of people who called in. Mm-hmm. Uh, garnered quite a bit of response via email. Mm-hmm. Touch of everything. Okay. Um, yes. There was a, a ta- mother of a, a young child who emailed and said, my child loved the say a letter segment. 
Five the child was five. five. Okay, Okay, Donna. all right. Somebody fine. else said, I'm surprised that so many adults just called in. I mean, there was a woman who just called in and was like, uh, Megan and R. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. We just oh. did a random segment. If you're, don't worry, we're not going to do it again. But it was a, just to test the, it was like a social experiment. What if we open the phone lines and allow people to call in and just say a letter? Right. And then we had a lot of calls. Very Alarmingly. similar. Similar to the, the old Kalina Bradley segment you said where they had people call in and tell us your favorite burner on your stovetop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Ugh. God. You all are crazy. Uh, I do have a, just a few, a couple of music-themed stories. Uh, there is a Taylor Swift breakup bar that is opening in time for Valentine's Day. It's called Bad Blood. And, okay, you might want to plan a trip to Chicago between January 27th and February 26th because there is a company, it's called Bucket Listers, and they are opening up this bar. It uh, There's a website all about this, and it says whether you want to sing about your lover, those who were never yours, those you're never getting back together with, or those who you still who still have your scarf. Oh, this is the perfect place for you. Cute. 22 bucks a person. You do get a welcome themed cocktail. I'm sorry. Bad blood is not an official Taylor Swift event. I wonder if there will be some kind of cease and desist on this place. There could be. If she wants to get all. Yeah. Lawyery. And I once thought, why do people care about that? But I read an, a sort of a convincing article a uh, devil's advocate article on behalf of these companies or these celebrities, which said your trademark is only your trademark. If you protect it, I see, you know, and it's cause it feels like, Oh, come on. What does she have to lose? She's making Bank. a ton and all yeah. that, but uh, I don't know. Maybe she'll let it go though. It's good PR. Maybe she will. Okay. Um, now on to Billie Eilish, who is seeking a restraining order against uh, an alleged home burglar. So this is the second time she's had a stalker that she has to deal with. So she's seeking protection from a man who has broken into her family's home multiple times. This is where her parents live. And so she has filed. She's 21. This guy's 39. He keeps like showing up at their house in Los Angeles. And he's professing his love for Billie Eilish, asking to meet her. Uh, She claims that her family has called the police five times and filed several different reports. And she wrote in her request that his behavior is really causing her substantial anxiety, fear and emotional distress. Mm. She's afraid for her safety as well as that of her family. And she doesn't feel comfortable visiting her mom and dad anymore. She's asking that her brother Phineas and her parents Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Are protected as well. Here's the thing that kind of irks me. Page Six has an article about this and they posted a picture of her parents' home and they posted the house number right on there, oh, you know, and I'm like, okay, that you really couldn't have pixelated that Jeez. to give them a little more protection. Yeah, because really. I would imagine anyone who lives in that area or not too far from there will be able to figure out where they live. And then that's just going to cause more problems for her. I would think, but that's got to be really scary. It doesn't matter how old you are. I mean, but she's a young woman. She's 21 years old. She was, you know, forced to hire a security guard to sleep in her living room after her address leaked online, resulting in a group of fans showing up outside of her property. Hmm. And she said it was very traumatizing. I don't feel safe in my house anymore, which sucks because I love my house. Yeah. So, you know, she said, I loved attention my whole life, but I don't think anyone knows what fame actually is, because if I did want to be famous, it wasn't this kind of famous. So hopefully she'll get that restraining order. I know she's seeking it. I don't know if she actually got it. So, Hmm. yeah, the restraining orders. She's right. She's right about the feels like there's a threshold for fame. Where it goes from being good and has perks to bad and has perks. Right. You know? Yeah. And, you know, someone like Billie Eilish, who has just this remarkable ascent to recognition and fame and success. You know, very very different story. You know, the Matthew Perry uh, memoir that I recently read. His were very, very different situations. But hearing a famous person, his was because of addiction. But saying, I would trade it all. I would trade all of it, you know? Now, again, his is in the context of addiction. Hers is not, but just the the unwanted attention and the stalking and restraining orders and trying to find out where I live and all that kind of stuff. Right. But I I bet there's a time where it's like, oh, if I could just snap my fingers and go back to sort of being unknown, making music in my brother's room, I would do it. Right. Because I think... There's an expectation that people will be respectful. Sure. And I don't think that's always realistic. And that just, you know, sucks that she has to deal with this at, you know, 21 years of age. She's barely an adult, mm. you know. Anyway, you you found a website that takes a look at some of the nicest homes by country artists. Do you know this website? All countrynews.com no but i do now easy to remember allcountrynews.com um and they have a it just says take a look at our favorite homes owned by your favorite country singers you so it, this is just external shots of their homes but like casey musgraves i love that one word with all those trees it's beautiful oh my and it's 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 kind of subtle and you know what i mean it's not a sure. huge home yeah but the property is beautiful looks really nice george Strait. Yeah. Uh, boy, he's got like this unbelievable thing. 12 acres, uh, 8,000 square feet, and it overlooks San Antonio. It's got this real southwestern 
vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, really Beautiful pretty. Beautiful Shania Twain. If you want to see her Bahama house, um, Alan Jackson, allcountrynews.com. I love uh, it. Fun little list there. Ooh, I love looking at houses. Let's play a game. Okay, am I still winning? The game, uh, I think we're tied. No, I forget. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can call now and bet on me or Donna. If you bet on the right person, you're going to win a prize. That game is next on my talk. Hey, guys. We're a little late, but that's okay, right? We were talking to our boss. Yeah, uh, we were seeing if she had listened at 10 o'clock when we did the segment call in and just say a letter um and we had a lot and of she wasn't she but was she, not listening but she's going to and then we brought up the old segment uh, bradley was out there in the old colleen and bradley segment of what's your favorite burner on the stove <laughs> and instantly a conversation popped up out there we had team front right i know i'm like what about back left no that's where you just throw your oven mitts Doesn't yeah even nobody matter. even turns that burner on who am i julia child why wow. on earth would i use the back left burner because the other three are being used Oh, come off it. If you've ever had... Okay, okay. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, if you've ever had four... Julia's child. If you ever had four burners going with different food items in them, I'd cut my right foot off. (laughs) There's not a chance. You don't know me. I I could be making shrimp and then boiling rice while I'm putting a little garlic and oil and cheese and another thing. You don't know me. I bet you boil hot dogs. You're that kind of hot dog person. <laughs> Listen, chili cook-off. Donna. I mean... It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. Producer M. M for Mike. I want to see a smart joke. Letter theme, I like it. There we go, we're sticking with that. Uh, We're going to find out uh, how smart you two are with College of Pop Culture Knowledge today, and we've got Tanya on the line to play along with us. Hey, Tanya, how are you? Hi, Tanya. Hi, good morning. Um, By the way, he and front left. (laughs) P and front left. Okay, good to know. Uh, Now, my biggest burner is the front right burner. That's where the biggest flame is. Oh, so if okay, you want to so boil I don't have the biggest quick, flame there. Mine are in the back. Okay. I have the small ones oh. up front. I used the back for a while when the kids were littler, and I was nervous about oh, hands getting up there. You have a gas burner? Yeah, yeah. Must be nice. Well, do you got one of those flat top situations? No, I things? have a gas burner. Oh. I was just testing you. All right, anyway, that's not why you called. Hi, Tanya. Hey, Tanya. <laughs> Should we find <laughs> out what the topic is today? We're sticking with the animal theme this right. week, remember? And yeah. uh, today, uh, it's small rodents. <laughs> I'm going to do great with this. I really feel confident. Small rodents. Oh, jeez. Uh, Tanya, with that, you have to team up with either Donna or me in hopes of winning a My Talk prize. Who would you like to team up with? I'm going to go with 2023 Year of Donna. <gasps> wow. Thank you, Tanya. Okay, Okay. I'm going to be calling on you, I think. Small rodents. (laughs) All right, we're going to put Tanya on hold. Bye, Steve. Steve makes his way out of the studio. Steve, make good choices. Okay. (laughs) 
All right, I'm ready. You know he's not going to do that. No. All right, we'll start things off uh, this time around again. Small Rodents, the category today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Created in the early 1940s as a parody of Superman, this rodent used the first name Super for seven cartoon specials. After a rebrand, he would have 40 more TV and film credits into the 1960s using this heroic name. Uh, Underdog? Mr. Jingles was the pet of Edward De La Croix, played by Michael Jeter in this powerful 1999 movie adapted from a Stephen King novel. Oh, God. Oh, Cujo. No, that's not a rodent. Well, let, let's just leave it for now. I'm sure you can name the fastest mouse in all Mexico, but can you give me the full name of his far less hasty cousin? Oh, shoot. So it's is it Speedy Gonzalez and... Oh! Speedy Gonzalez and... I can't. Something Gonzalez. And the second one, can you repeat that? Yes. Mr. Jingles was the pet of Edward De La Croix, played by Michael Jeter in this powerful 1999 movie adapted from a Stephen King novel. Mm-hmm. Remember Mr. Jingles at all? Pet Cemetery. We'll see if Tanya can help you out here, because we're gonna we'll run through all three of these here once again. Tanya, we're gonna pull you up here. Starting on the first one, created in the early 1940s as a parody of Superman, this rodent used the first name Super for seven cartoon specials. After a rebrand, he would go on to have 40 TV and film credits into the 1960s using this heroic name. Tanya, you got a guess? I'm going to say Mighty Mouse because underdog would be a dog. <laughs> Great point. Okay, I accept that. All right, you're going to go with Mighty Mouse. Yes, the, of course. The second one, Mr. Jingles was the pet of Edward De La Croix, played by Michael Jeter in this powerful 1999 movie adapted from a Stephen King novel. Oh, my God, I know the movie. I can picture it. Yes, no, the guy no. who healed people who... He was on death row, and they let him out. Oh, Tom Hanks. Can I say green? The Green Mile. You guys are working through it together. All right, we'll get to the final one here. I'm sure you can name the fastest mouse in all Mexico, but can you tell me the uh, full name of his far less hasty cousin? Oh gosh, I I only know Speedy Gonzalez. Okay, sounds good. Mr. Gonzalez. Okay, that's what you go with. (laughs) Sounds good. Don, you're going to put you on hold. We'll bring Steve back in again and see how he can do. Oh, wow. This was not as easy as I was hoping. Thank goodness for Tanya. You know. Yes. We had a big conversation out, uh, outside in the hall. Oh, yeah? All The boss was there and all that. And uh, somebody accidentally put up these images of our show, which are on these flat screens out there. And it says, Steve and Donna show. And then I joked and said, yeah, I work in graphics. And then when I came back out, they said, really, how did you do that? How did you get that onto the screen? They think that I did that. Oh, that's funny. You know, it's the Don and Steve experience, not the Steve and Don experience. Wow. Uh, and uh, so I had to wipe my hands of it, man. It got, it got, they got started defending you out there. Your honor. Thank you. All right, Steve, you ready to go? <sighs> Yes. <laughs> Small rodents, the theme today in right. our College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Go. Started off with this one. Created in the early 1940s as a parody of Superman, this rodent used the first name Super for seven cartoon specials. After a rebrand, he would have over 40 TV and film credits into the 1960s using this heroic name. Mighty Mouse. Mr. Jingles was the pet of Edward De La Croix, played by Michael Jeter in this powerful 1999 movie adapted from a Stephen King novel. Pass. I'm sure you can name the fastest mouse in all Mexico, but can you give me the full name of his far less hasty cousin? Oh, gosh. Speedy Gonzalez, and then, what was it, like Slow Sammy? Um, 
Ocho. I'm just trying to say the words in Spanish now. Does that make sense? <laughs> this sucks. This is stupid. All righty. We will uh, go through the answers here. We'll start off with the first one, created in the early 1940s as a parody of Superman, and uh, that indeed was Mighty Mouse. So Woo! there you go. Steve and Tanya both nailed that yeah, one. Okay, I initially said underdog. You know, a small rodent. And Tanya yeah. had the greatest thing of all time when she came in and said, I'm going to say Mighty Mouse because underdog would be a dog. That's a dog, Donna. <laughs> K-9. I know. The pressure. <laughs> no. And then the second one, Mr. Jingles, was the pet of Edward de la Croix, played by Michael Jeter in this powerful 1999 movie adapted from a Stephen King novel. Tanya nailed this one as well. It is The Green Mile. Oh, dang it. I've never pet? seen that movie. Oh, wow. Well, the, oh, we that's going to go on the that, list. That's to the list. Let's um, talk to Holly there. Uh, who's Michael Jeter? Uh, he played uh, he played the inmate who had the mouse, the little the the little mouse guy. He was in. He's a character actor. He'd been in a ton of movies. Passed away about uh, twenty years ago, I think. Ten years. Ten. Okay. This is one of his final movies, I think. Yeah. Okay. You I recognize him now. Him now. Yeah. Yep. Not yep. Michael Clark Duncan. No. Right. No. Who also, also passed away? Also, yes. Yeah. He was the one oh, who gosh. was able to you know revive the little. The little guy spoiled. Oh over. yeah! Wow. Um, and then finally here, so actually that locks it up for Donna. So congratulations with Thank the help you. of Tanya. Um, by the way, uh, Speedy Gonzalez's uh, cousin was Slowpoke Rodriguez. Slowpoke oh Rodriguez. come on! <laughs> Who's gonna know that? Come on, slow, slow Sammy. I'm half credit, half point. I was gonna say Sluggy Gonzalez. <laughs> ah, that's funny. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Sluggy. All right, Tanya, Tanya you're a winner. Woo! We get a Woo-hoo! win. All right. Tanya, congratulations. I'm just happy we got a point for Donna. Me too. Thank you. It's six, six to, five. to five. Donna. Early Woo! lead this year. Yeah. Yes. Man, this could be your year, Donna. Thank you, Steve. I'm hoping Tanya had faith, even Thank though you, she Tanya. did all the work. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tanya. Hang on the line. Okay. Right. Okay. So I have a tip. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Uh, 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 Everybody cuffing now. I bet you didn't know it's National Thesaurus Day. Oh. Oh. What's another word for thesaurus? I was going to say, yeah. I I don't know. I don't either. Uh, Okay, so here are a few words to make you sound smart, okay? Like, I'm talking about synonyms, Okay. For example, instead of saying happy, say delighted. You'll sound smarter. Oh, I'm so delighted for you. That does sound better. Happy, super dumb. Instead of saying, I'm a little worried, say, I'm a little agitated. Nope, totally different, I think. I think it is, too. Worry is, oh, no, what's going to happen? Agitate is... Irritation. Irritation, yes, exactly. Hmm. Worry, worry. Stressed? That's Worry. too common. Um, anxious? Oh, I'm a little anxious. That's better. Instead of begin, you can say commence. Stupid. No, that's Let too... us commence. No, oh, Lord, I'm We're leaving We're going party. to commence. Okay. Everybody, let's commence in the kitchen. I think... Everybody, st- let's commence. Yeah, people that are like, go, go to the door, open the front door. <laughs> um... I think instead of start, you could upgrade start with begin. Okay. All right. This is a, this, okay, keep going. Hey, I didn't write this. I'm just reading it. Don't shoot the messenger. I love that say. Instead of think about, say contemplate. contemplate. Yes. That's good. Can I guess these now? All right. Instead of I love you, say. 
Love you long time. Let's not say that because that's the same. I'm as, committed to you. No. Another word for love mm-hmm. starts with an A. Uh, 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 addicted to you. Adore. <laughs> Thank you. Instead of it's cold out, say it's nippy <clears throat> out, blustery, chilly, cold, frigid. There you go. Frigid? Frigid. Okay, what's well, got to be really cool? Okay, these are cinnamon, cinnamons. Ooh. That's because I just had some cinnamon. Uh, synonyms to Remember make you sound cinnamon smarter. toothpicks? Not really. Really? That's a true statement. Oh, they're yummy. Great. Tastes like cinnamon. Instead of saying wrong, say... Incorrect. Erroneous. <laughs> Nobody's going to say that. This list is so stupid. Instead of fast, hey, we're supposed to be supporting each other, right? Wait, no, but I just have to tell you why it's stupid. That's what we're supposed to do. Don't just be disinterested. It's stupid because no one would use these words. See, now I can say that. Team. We're a team. Instead of fast, say... Quick. Expeditiously. Okay. Go. Instead of... I'm tired. You know, I'm feeling a little... Fatigued. Yes. That's good. That one I'm okay with. Instead of asking... About something. Request. In- Inquire. Yes. Why Hi. do they call them army fatigues? Because they're tired. Thank you. All right. How about this? <laughs> Hi, I'm calling to inquire about my bill. That sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. You oh, notice yeah. how you use your phone voice too. Oh, hello. Yes. Hi. Hi there. I always try to lead in with when it's a customer service thing on the phone. I try to really go heavy with the. Oh, Brenda, I'm doing really well. How are you doing today? Good? Oh, my gosh, yes. And then do a little small talk to butter them up like a roll before I say, give me back my money, you little demon. Mm-hmm. I usually don't get my money back. Shocking. Instead of saying surprised, say... Astonished. Shocking. Shocking. Thank you. All right, we got to go. When we come back, you're welcome for oh, that, that, by the way. Oh, that segment was just getting going. Dang. <laughs> okay, Mr. Call with your letter. Donna! Not even your favorite letter, just a random letter. We already lost one listener. I think we got her back. You think so? Jill. Jill said, I am turning off the radio because life is too short to hear people call in and say a letter. <laughs> and then I said the letter L for your loss. Wow. Her loss. She's back, I think. I got to go. When we come back, um, hey, here's a question that I did ask and got a ton of responses yesterday on social. What's the most bingeable show of all time? Hey, welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, or uh, Steve calls it the Steve and Donna show. I did not have anything to do with this. There are graphics for our show that are floating around online and in the building of these nice new headshots that we got and everything. And it says the Steve and Donna show, hmm. which... I have a feeling Q is behind this. No, Q was gobsmacked as well. He couldn't believe it. And hmm. then everyone was like, Steve, what did you do? How did you get these up on the screens? I was impressed that they thought I was capable of that. And then they thought maybe I paid someone <laughs> off. And then they realized who they think it might be. It was not me. It wasn't me. Do you know who they think it was? I do. Jess? No. I think some higher up. Not like higher up. I think it was a guy named Jer. Let me. Jeremy? That's who they think. Jeremy S? 
Yes. Oh. I think he has a high job. He does. Yes, yeah, so we have to be Well, careful. he probably thinks, you know, like, obviously, Steve's the big star. It, well, and, you know, it's kind of funny. Sometimes you never know what will be the catalyst for change, but maybe this sort of happy accident <laughs> is what we do. Can I bring us back from the next break? Hey, guys, welcome back. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. No. I said it would be like, uh, see, when Donna's gone, I bring us back from break. You know, what we call driving. Somebody's driving. You have two people. You can't have two people at the steering wheel, friends. You got to have one person's got to drive it or it's sloppy every time. Donna drives. She's a pro, in and out, all that. When she's gone, I do it. But if I did it while she was here, it would be like, I would feel like I had a learner's permit. And you were the driver's ed guy in the front seat who had a separate brake pedal and everything, you know, you can take control of the vehicle. That's a great analogy, actually. Uh, What are we doing? I'm not sure. I know. We're talking about bingeable shows. Oh, my gosh. I put a question out last night on Facebook. And then I put it on an Instagram as well. What's the most bingeable show of all time? All time? Of all That's time. Hard. What's the most bingeable show that you look back and think, oh my gosh, I just tore through that show. Mine, and somebody questioned if I was being honest here, and I was, mine was Lost. You've never seen Lost. I never have. But I binged it the old school way, which was heading into its final season on the air. I was a Netflix customer. Oh, there you go. Ever heard of it? And we used to get digital video discs sent to us in the mail. So we binged it that way, where they would send you DVDs. One DVD would have episodes one through four on it. And the next DVD would have episodes five through eight. You'd finish DVD one, send it back in the mail, order episodes nine through 12, and then put in episodes five through eight. That day. Sure, it was a, okay. You had to fight for it, but sure. still, we were binging it. And it was once one ended, we were like, let's do another do you have one that you've really enjoyed binging that you just thought, wow, I I just tore through that? Okay, it has to be The Sopranos back in the day when binging was different. Mm. But I would say some of the shorter shows are really easy to binge, like Cobra Kai. Super bingey. Dead to me. Super bingey because they're, they're quick. They're like 26-minute episodes. Uh, Mighty Mike, do you have one? Uh, I'd go with The Office. That just flies right by, and that's the one that if you're ever just needing something on in the background, just throw The Office on. It's always going to be great. Now, a lot of people said The Office. Mm -hmm. A lot of people said Friends as well. I would argue those aren't binged as much as they are, like you just described. It's great to have on in the background, sure, but you don't, not necessarily, you can make the argument, but you don't necessarily binge it for plot, you know, like some of these dramas end, Breaking Bad, a lot of people said. Oh, yeah. Um that ends and you're really like, what is going to happen next? Whereas The Office or Friends, you can really eat multiple servings of those all at the same time, but you're not thinking necessarily, oh, is Rachel going to get that job or the interview? You right, know, right, A little right. bit different, but a lot of people went comedy. Um, in this Bleeps Creek, got some love. Oh, that was so fun. That's such a fun show. Shameless. That's a good one, too. Yellowstone. That's a That's a... Tougher burn, a slow burn, you know? Beth said Tiger King was my first 100% binge. Yeah, I did too. It opened her to binging, then she binged Ozark, then she binged The Morning Show. Uh, Friday Night Lights, yes, Alicia, that's very bingeable. Don't bring it up. That's such a miss, man. You missed out on a really emotional ride. Donna once tried watching it. She went from some episode in season two... 
and then accidentally jumped ahead to season five the next episode and was like, why is she dating that old guy? Because she's older now. I'm like, she's 17 years old. What's she doing with this, 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 you know, like 30 year old? They were all adults at that point. I didn't realize that because it was only my second episode. And then she just, boom, boom, all done. (laughs) If you jump seasons... You really lose a lot of the emotional I think what arc. may have happened was, you know how sometimes there's two people in a household who have the, you know, I yeah. might have gone back to what the person whose account it was, yeah. where they left off rather than where I left off. You know, it's funny. We saw that with the show Kaleidoscope that I've told you about on Netflix where they don't have episode numbers. Yes. They randomize the order for each Netflix account. Yes. And then you all share the final same order for the final few episodes. Got it. But somebody else was watching um, our Netflix account, which my brother Josh pays for, whatever. And I was like, oh, bummer. And then I thought, oh, wait, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, I can I can just still... You it, could watch any one. That the, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still a, sort of a freeing experience in that way. Gilligan's Island. God, really? Somebody, Who said that? Barb said that. All three seasons, back-to-back, true family show, no sex, drugs, or swearing. Virgin River. Wow. I know some ladies who like Virgin River. Quantico. It's the only show, Jessica says, that I've ever truly binged for days straight and did not sleep. Hey, Jessica. Hmm. We're going to have you simmer down just a touch. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, sleep. Wow. Um... Seinfeld, Friends, Grey's Anatomy, The Big Bang Theory, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Laverne and Shirley. That's a throwback. Wow, we're really going old school. Some people are. Uh, Scandal, oh boy, we binge the bejesus out of Scandal. Love that. And then what we do is we'll sometimes binge a show, and then we get caught up. And that's a tough transition, reacclimating to the atmosphere. It's like coming sure. down from the moon, man. There's no gravity when you're binging, and you can just go at your own pace, and then... You have to wait for season four to come out. It's like the end of vacation. Queen. And you come home and you're like, great, now I have to unpack. In this garbage house. That I live in. There's no palm trees. Thank you. There's no pool. Right. It doesn't smell good in here. Did you watch The Americans? No. I heard that Harry was really Russell, good. right? I think so. No, there's a lot of stuff I'm never going to watch. Just because I'm not going to get around to it. There's just so much. There's too much. There's too it's much. like swimming in the ocean. It's so vast. You're like our Maya Angelou. Thank you. What you do with words. Compliment accepted. Is inspiring a generation of young women. If you're a young woman who's been impressioned. Impression. What you do with words is amazing. Tana, thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, The perfect opportunity to shift to my (laughs) mastery of the words stuff. I'm going to take off. Um, We are a show. And we are on from three hours every day from nine until noon. And we encourage you. When we come back, we're going to do a dirt alert. Mega yeah, Mike. Are. Mike the Mensch. Mighty Mike. Dirt. How about Mighty Mike? I don't mind Mighty Mike. Mighty Mike is working for me right now. It's kind of flows. We came out of Mighty Mouse. Right. Let's check in with Mighty Mike. Mighty Mike the Mensch. See? Uh, okay. I don't know. Junior. <laughs> the third. <laughs> Uh, we got a dirt alert. The hot entertainment stories are coming your way when we return on Monday.